back to another episode of CATV Tech Talk. My name is Drew. I got co-host Jesse. How's it going, Jesse? What's up, man? Living the dream. What's, what's I our feel you. <laughs> <laughs> episode five for us. Number five. It's been a ride already. We're, I think we're gonna we'll get better and better at it. Yeah, and that's maybe we'll take this as a or I'll take this as an opportunity to apologize to the fucking all of our faithful listeners that's uh, been holding on and getting through my horrible rambling and talking. But hey, we'll we'll, we'll keep I, getting better. <laughs> I really I really thought we started peaking a little better episode two, so we'll get better and better, man. Yeah, that first one was absolutely fucking horrendous, though. Well, it told the story of uh, of like what what we started doing years ago with the Facebook and everything, and where we came from. So it was a good good basis, I think. That year, dog. Yeah, yeah, he's he shouldn't be barking right now, but he is. <laughs> um, so today's episode organization was uh, were you a guy all about the organization of the tools? I was kind of anal about my truck back in the day, man. Like, <laughs> uh, only because when I when I let it go to shit, I literally couldn't find anything, and it took me nine times longer to do anything. So, like, for instance, uh, how I did things is different, kind of than a lot of guys. Maybe like, I didn't have trash buckets and all that shit, but I rewired so much stuff, like as a as a, just a tech that. Every day I'd have to go by the shop and use the dumpster and like unload miles of fucking cable. And then I like my, how we got night, we called it night owl, which was the, where they restocked us. And they would actually, we had to clean our vans out on Wednesdays. And this, this was before they start, we started taking our trucks home and we would leave them overnight. And the next morning we could get there and all our new shit would be in there. Well, then when they changed that, we would have to clean them out that morning, and then they would bring a box truck down when we'd all meet at the office to get our new stuff. But they gave it to us. We didn't get, like, totes or anything. We got, like, uh, just cardboard boxes full of boxes, and we got tackle boxes. I think everybody's had those, you know, the tackle boxes, splitters, connectors, and everything in it. I actually uh, never got one of those. Really? Ours looked like a fishing tackle box, like, no lies. And it had trays in it. You pulled it out. It had two ways, three ways, whatever in it. And the top, you'd have all your phone stuff and like, so it was kind of organized already whenever you got it. But I would always like the the day before I was about to get restocked, I'd like rob that one and like stuck stuff everything in the side bins. Yeah. So I'd never run, never run out of stuff. Um, but like I would always during the week, like you're always in a hurry. Like I would always there'd be cable and shit down in my boxes box where my converters and modems and shit were. And it, it was kind of hard to keep, like, perfect, but I would always get, like, the bulk of everything out every day or it'd drive me nuts. And, like, I just I, – I ran so much cable, too, that I'd have to replace uh, my spool of wire for my drop drop wire and my inside wire all the time. And I had it in the side – the side of my van, I had two spools. Then they started giving us these boxes that were, like, a box, box of cable. Did you, did you ever have those up there? Yeah, yep. Yeah, and like I like those better because I could just drag it wherever, and it was easy. Um, but in terms of tools, I just threw everything in a tool bag. Uh, what kind of tool bag it, did you end up using? I, I actually bought one. I bought a Dewalt bag. Uh, I think it cost me like thirty bucks at Lowe's, 
and it had like all kinds of pockets around the side and like i'd put my strippers and crimpers and shit in it and in the main and in like one pocket i'd put splitters and barrels and whatever in there and then i had a i had like three bags of connectors and after about two days of working in it shit was strung all in the bottom of it you know yeah uh staying organized is is a hard thing to do when you're always on the run man yeah i always threw a uh, 55 gallon drum container in the back of my truck huge i mean it it, it was gigantic but it i could fill that thing to the top it would take almost a week before I'd have to go back to the top or go back to the office to empty it out. So to me to have that in there, it was that much easier. Yeah. It took up space, but I could just throw shit in it and not have to worry about it. I'm just trying to figure out how you fit it in there. Cause like how my van was set up, like if you open the back doors, you know, there's that open space there that goes from the back door to like the wall where before you get into the cab. Yep. And then on the, on the far wall on the, like the, the driver's side wall, there was all, I had like drawers and cabinets and shit, but I can't imagine as much shit as I had to carry around, like putting a 55 pound, a 55 gallon drum in there. There's just no way. Uh, it, it sat in that weird in between because you, I, on my van, I had the side doors so I could go to the side doors and you'd find on the left, my drop cable would be there and then just like your truck, it sounds like straight ahead, I had a cabinet to the right and then just regular shelving. But that barrel sat pretty much dead center of the truck. So that way, if I hopped in the back, I still had another three feet in on the back. Um, so I guess it was all about the placement of it. But I was lucky. My truck had a ton of storage, a lot of shelves. Every wall had something on it. So there was really not too many places I, I didn't have to put something. I think more than anything with being organized in your truck, though, like it was different for me when I had a van compared to when I had a bucket truck. Man, when I had a bucket truck, I cleaned that thing like once a month. I would throw shit in the back bed of that thing and didn't give a damn. It looked like I was either. I, it looked like I worked on cable and sanitation at the same time. <laughs> like for real, I'd be like up in the bucket working on something, and I'd like I'd be drinking a Dr Pepper. I'd just throw the can down there. It'd be down there for six months in the back of my truck. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, but like when, but in that scenario, like all my stuff was in the side side bins of my truck. It wasn't in the back, right? Yeah. So that was easier to get to like taps and connectors and stuff compared to like being like in a van you don't have that option right like everything's in kind of one spot so i i tried to stay semi kind of organized but it was hard to the biggest thing was just cleaning it out and getting the junk out daily it wasn't like organizing it every day it was just getting the garbage out yeah. but like for instance open the back door my climbing gear would be hanging like uh like right on the hooks in the back of my back door of my van yeah and right below that was my tool bag Right next to it was my tackle box, had all my splitters and junk in it. And then behind that, like lined up was all my boxes with like my converters and my modems and all that. And then I'd put like uh, house boxes and ground wire and all that up in the, the, the like space against the driver's side wall. And then if you go around the side, you know, then van doors slide open and like the, on the side. That's where my two uh, two drop cables would be. But I'd always get extra, like those boxes, like I said. And then I had a spool, too, like a, a reel. And I would always keep a reel of RG11. So if I needed to run a six drop, I'd just pull it out of that side, that side spool that was sitting there. 
if I needed to run 11 drop, I just picked that thing up and sit it where I needed to go and sport run it out that way. But really it's, it's hard. To, like I said, it's hard to stay completely organized when you're on the run. Like it's just, it just is. I think the best option you have as a tech is just to get rid of the debris every day. That's the best way to, you know, you know where everything's going to be. It's just getting all the junk out of your way every day. I think that's the biggest, biggest deal. I've tried very, very hard to have only my tool bag on the floor of my truck and nothing else. That way it was kind of all the inventories on the shelves. I don't have to worry about trying to sort through it. Um, you know, the one problem I had, it was really the cable boxes were always changing. So it was hard to find a good way to throw them in the truck without getting without them getting destroyed and getting banged around. I ended up putting a uh, cargo net on one of the shelves. So when I took that right turn a little too hot, all the friggin' boxes would catch the, the net would catch the boxes and I wouldn't have to worry about that repeat, you know, six days down the road because of that speed bump. I was going to ask something that sounds interesting. Maybe it's different from here to there. Like in, our, in my system back then, we had to, everything we didn't use that week, we had to turn back in. No, we Did had guys, to scan weekly. We scanned so our CPU. So you kept you kept the same equipment. You just yep. did you so every, you just scanned it back into yourself, right? Yep. Yep. You had to scan See, it to kind of uh it to re put it back on your buffer. See, that's different. See that you had a better situation. Me, uh, like, not necessarily. Because well, we what, had to pack all that stuff up every week and turn it back in and then get new stuff every week. Yeah, but see, I remember when I first started, you'd have that paste DVR that was sitting in the corner that never got used that you were holding on for four and a half weeks. And like I said, it's banging around the inside of your truck. You go to put that thing in and repeat chance is going to be stupid high versus when you have to trade in your equipment every week. At least you get new equipment every week. Or Not necessarily. Like the warehouse had, had temps, man. Like the warehouse had temps. Like, those guys are all high off their ass. I mean, <laughs> walking in. Dude, I've got boxes, like, straight out of my night owl, man, that uh, I'd, I'd, like, pick it up, and, you like, you'd barely touch it. Like, pick it straight up, and it'd, like, have all kinds of rattling shit in it. And you're just like, yeah, I can't use that one. You just fucking sling it. <laughs> I'll never forget the um, – when – Comcast started vacuum sealing all their cable boxes both before they'd give them to us as techs. And it was the grossest thing ever because you'd end up getting, it was always with the digital boxes. You take the digital box out of the, <laughs> out of the cardboard box and you'd look through the clear plastic prep and all you would see is just roaches everywhere just because they suffocated because they vacuumed the bag so they all try to get out of the box and they didn't make it so now you're walking into a customer's house with this brand new refinished or supposedly brand new refinished box and there's roaches falling out of the packaging yeah yeah that's nasty <laughs> yeah that's yeah they gave us roach bags i had a couple of those like yeah, you remember that big that too. big center uh like that center thing and the, that little little uh what the fuck, man? I'm going my brain. The little compartment in the middle between your seats. Center console? I guess that's the way to call it. I'm from Georgia, man. I was going to anyway, say, uh, is this another uh, northern, southern, fucked up word opportunity? No, I would have said console, too. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I was having a brain fart. Um, I would put down in there, I had like 
whenever we had paperwork orders, all my paperwork orders would be down there. But then they took that away from us. But like, I'd keep like, uh, I always had letters. Like if I had a drill, like I would yeah. do it for a month at a time and I'd have people sign that you're the owner of the house. Yada, yada. Cause I got burned on that before. So I was like, you know, I'll keep, and I had a folder down there. I'd keep them in and I'd turn them in every, every time we'd have our like uh, first of the month meeting thing. Was that a required uh, thing? No, I started doing it on myself, man, because, uh, this one time I rewired this, uh, there was this house that was like looped with 59 wire, like one fed the other fed the other. And it was, and it was brand new 59 wire. Don't get me wrong, but it was 59 wire and you couldn't even get a connector on it. And I, uh, I told the guy and he's like, yeah, man, I just bought this place, do whatever you got to do. So I drilled down, down into the house, into the wall box, down into the crawl space. So I didn't really drill in the floor except for one spot where there wasn't a wall box and he didn't want me to drill in the wall. And I said, okay. So I popped one in the corner. It turned out he didn't own the house and I got in a lot of shit for it. So I thought to myself, well, and I told Rick, I said, well, from now on, I'm getting a letter from everybody that says I'm the owner of the house. And it turned out three years later, I had the same kind of a similar situation they pulled that letter out and they, they put it off on the, the renter instead of us. So I didn't get in any trouble for it. So that was a good thing to do. Look at that. That's not, so there you go for some of the guys listening. That's a tip. If you've had problems with that in the past, maybe that's a good idea to start doing that. I did. I just wrote out like my, and I would put my name is, and I'd have them fill it out, uh, whatever. And, uh, I give, I'm the owner of this premises. I give, uh, I worked at Comcast at the time, so I give Comcast permission to drill a hole in the floor to install a cable outlet or in the wall to install a cable outlet, whatever. And I'd have them sign it and date it. And, uh, yeah, they take it from there. But that saved me on that last one. But I'd put that stuff down in there and, um, like, you know, like I'd have those – you're talking about roaches, those roach bags I'd put up there, stuff like that. But the whole roach thing, man, if I ever had something that was like that nasty, I'd put them in one of them roach bags and then I'd put it in a trash bag. And as soon as I got back, I'd throw it in the warehouse. The first, we, I, anytime I do any type of work in Lowell and I take a box out, the first thing I would do is drop it on the ground. If anything crawled out of it, it went right back into the house, told the customer they could bring it down to any of the service centers and drop it off. Cause the, I had to bomb my van at least three or four times for roaches. It was terrible. So yeah, I just stopped bad. taking them. I left them there, but no. So you weren't a tool, but ba- you weren't a uh, tool belt guy at all. You were more of a tool bag kind of guy. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I never wore a tool belt like while I was working inside the house or anything. I did I, it uh, once, and I ended up walking down this lady's hall, and the pouches on the side ended up swiping the wall and taking out these commemorative plates that ended up being like her mother's. And this lady was oh, no. probably in her nineties as it was. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, no, it's okay. Like they were just my mom's. And I'm like, oh great. So after that, I I stopped doing the tool belt. Yeah, I I had one. I just it sat in my truck the whole time on one of them shelves. The whole time I worked there, I um, the only time I wore a belt is like when I climbed or went up a pole. You know, like everybody else. But no, See, I, I, and I didn't. I didn't do that when I climbed. Where did I you didn't, keep it in your pockets? No, I had um, these little Klein pouches that I could clip on to my tool belt. I had a like a ga- like a climbing like we gaffed down here. Y'all didn't gaff up there, did you? No. 
Or well, at I least had a not where I was. I know the farther north you go, they do. Well, we did. We gaffed down here. So I actually had a climbing belt, and I I, t- I zip tied uh, three little baggies, a little climb. You were talking about climb bags. I zip tied them little climb bags, and I had one off to the side where I could put my strippers, my crimpers. Yeah. It was. It wasn't a pouch. It was just like a leather kind of you know tool yep. holder thing, and I put connectors and uh, tags and all that in one bag and. You know, and that's the only time I wore a belt, so like when I was on a pole. Other than that, I had that, that Dewalt bag that uh, – it might have been a Cobalt, one of the two, Dewalt or Cobalt, either one. I think I might have had one of each at one time. But uh, they just carried on your shoulder, everything you needs right there. Like uh, the only thing I'd ever have to grab is like, you know, house box, ground wire, like a split yep. bolt, whatever, you know. Um, I ended up doing a, um, a backpack for a long time. There was a company, I forget who put them out. I want to say it was a company called CRC. And they put out these backpacks that were tool bags, but they were backpacks at the same time. Um, But this one was really cool. It had a place for everything, zip ties, connectors. Uh, I could loop jumpers together. And actually there was a pouch in the front I could slide the jumpers into. But for those apartment buildings that you had to climb in the, you know, in the city, anywhere up to, three to 10 floors and carry those cable boxes you only want to make one trip so it's nice to be able to throw the bag on your back and then carry the cable boxes up with your hands and not have to worry about trying to carry a tool pouch or a tool bag and cable boxes Uh, so it definitely made it a lot easier to get around i'm not gonna lie though now i use a (laughs) i actually might catch shit for this one I use a rolling tool bag and nothing beats that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though, man. Like, like me, I, with that, when you're talking about carrying boxes, that tool bag I had was probably two foot long. Oh, wow. Holy shit. So I could, so I could actually lay like DCTs and shit down in it and carry that in with me. Like, or whatever, you know what I mean? I always use the, um, the bags from the call centers. They had the little totes. I don't, I don't know. Did you guys have those down there? Those little like red bags with the handles that were kind yeah. of lightweight. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I never use those. I, I, uh, actually, whenever I get those, I just use it to turn my shit back in. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I thought I just, they were awesome for it. Well, see again, were you at Comcast when they started wrapping the boxes in plastic? Yeah, I was still around then, yeah. That, see, and that's what I used the red bag for, mostly. So it was great to have it to bring the boxes in, but it was awesome to have to throw all the trash in. Then I could throw it in my 55-gallon drum in the back of my truck after. But it was a lot better than trying to grab all the crap and just shuffle it out to your truck. It was one one spot. Yeah, no, I, I just – most of the time, like – which I worked in a system – that which towards the end of my like run as a service tech installer or whatever you want to call me i uh i worked in a system where there might have been five houses that had more than three three pieces of equipment in it so i live it was in a very i guess the word you want to use is uh poverty is that a good word poverty poor as fuck yeah it's just a poverty stricken area man and like a lot of those houses were built like in the fifties and like, they were really small. Most of them were like a two bedroom. If there was a three bedroom house, they were living high on the hog. So like they were easy to wire. You didn't have a lot of piece of equipment. Most of the time you'd have like a DVR, a DTA and a modem. So like, you're not carrying a lot of stuff anyway. 
so I never needed any extra, you know, space or anything to carry something or, you know what I mean? I just didn't need it. Jeez. And I have, when I, one of the last installs I ended up doing, and again, when I, when I finished my Comcast career, I finished in the coast of New Hampshire. So on the East coast, we had mansions that are right on the ocean and we were doing installs that have, you know, 15 to 25 boxes per house where um, there was actually one house where they had to set up a separate account just because they maxed out the, uh, the amount of boxes you could have on the one account. And it wasn't commercial. This was a residential account. I've only done something like that one time. Uh, and since we're on the topic of organization, I'll tell you how unorganized this was. <laughs> you know, I told you uh, a couple episodes back, uh, actually episode one, when we were talking about where we came from, when I was training down in Georgia, um, they had me, then they had me going out doing QCs on the new guys and I'd go check on them and help them and stuff. Well, this one guy had an install at a dentist office and he had to install, I think it was 44 DTAs. At a dentist office? At a dental office, yeah. Um, the only reason I remember that, is that it was a dental office is I remember going in and out of the back with him and all these people in these rooms and the chairs with the shit hanging out of their mouth, you know? Um, but And we were having Jesus, to go in and out man, of there. I don't want to make a Southern comment, but man, I guess dentistry is good down there. I reckon, dude. 44. And I remember – and all the wiring ran out to a panel in, like, uh, this this room, like, right, right before it went to the outside. So we had to run an outlet out the wall and then run an 11 drop to it. And then we ended up basically – because they didn't have internet with, with charter. They just had TV. So all we did was just amp, like, a bunch of eight ways. Because you know them DPAs work on just about anything. Yeah. So we, like, amped <laughs> a bunch of eight ways. But it was so – talking about unorganized, this kid had brought in 44 DTAs and, like, laid them on the floor. And then he went and got 44 power plugs that he didn't know what they went to and just threw it in the floor. Oh, and, and, and half of these, these power plugs, these, these uh, AC oh, plugs, yeah, they didn't work for DTAs. So then we were, like – it was like a big thing of, like, spaghetti wire. We were, like, pulling them apart trying to figure out which ones we could use and which ones we couldn't and that was just killing time and i'm like dude you're killing yourself right here man yeah. and he had ripped they, they came like packaged you know you had your dta and your power plug and your jumper oh yeah i remember yep he ripped every one of them open and started throwing them in piles and i'm oh, like what? man it was just I it see. was more of a more of a headache than it had to be you see it depends what it was if I went to a big install. We'll say that it was one X one box, three DTAs, and I don't know two XIDs. I think at most at the truck while I was smoking a cigarette, I take all the HDMI's out of the bag and all the twist ties off. Um, maybe do that to try to save some time when I went in the house. But when I I'd kind of go in, walk around, see what I would need, make a mental checklist, or if the house was that big, go on my phone and make a checklist. Then I'd go out to the truck, load up those red bags I was talking about, walk right back in and just set down, you know, if it needed 
one XID, one jumper, and one HDMI, I'd leave those and, you know, whatever, so on and so forth. The new wall plate, I'd drop it there if it needed it. And then i just go from room to room and whatever I dropped, I'd install. That way, too, if somebody ended up coming to help me, it wasn't 45 fucking questions. It's this room, this room, this room. The stuff's there. Just do it. Done. The only time, looking back on it, you're talking about the backpack and the bags. The only time I ever needed, I had to make like two or three trips to a truck. Um, I did have one giant install, and this was a rarity. Um, where it was at, they had built this subdivision in kind of right on the, the line of where our system stopped and when I was at Comcast and where Charter picked up. It was like right at the verge there, right? So we were barely... Like, he, they actually could have had Charter or Comcast because it overbuilt each other right there. And uh, there was also a telephone company out there that used to provide what they called Cat TV. Well, Cat TV ran off Ethernet, right? And this is like, what, eight years ago. So they were kind of a little bit – you want to say they were a little more in the future than they should have been at the time, but their plant was running off twisted pair of copper. So they're really their backbone wasn't that good. And apparently they had a lot of problems with it. But this house was built. It was a, you know, three-story house. It was built. And all the wiring in the walls was was uh, Ethernet cable, was Cat5 cable. So we had to replace every one of those outlets with coax so we could put our services in. Me and another guy did this install together because there was like eight wall fishes in it, right? It took we didn't get done with the wiring till two o'clock probably and we were there at eight and but the only time i had to make a couple of trips is like uh i was trying to count all right i got this 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 and i would i think they ended up they had eight eight or nine outlets and i think that's right when x1 come out because i think back then you could only have an x1 in one of the little hubs at first yeah, I think for us it was one in three. That's where I, that kind of maxed I think we were one in one. I think that was the deal. Well, anyway, it was like one of the one X one, one of the little hubs, like five or six DTAs and a and a gateway, and they were having. Then we were having a backfeed into the phone system. So I, I thought I counted right, and I and one of their rooms was like on a fourth floor because they had a finished attic. Right as I was getting up there, I realized, shit, I'm one short. <laughs> that was that was the that was the only time I can remember having to go back and forth. Other than that, like they were so small, like it was easy to keep track of, you know. Yeah, see, and that's that's why I ended up getting the rolling tool bag now with the the job I do because now I'm more of a low voltage technician, so. With my job, I require so many different types of tools. It's crazy. And I found myself going back to the truck continuously. So I ended up buying a bag where I can pretty much bring my entire truck with me and not have to worry about anything. Um, I can usually fit three different drills, uh, my hammer drill, my multi-tool, three to four different drill cases, drill bits, a tap set, and then sledgehammer blow um or dead blow hammer ball peen hammer. i mean i can just stack this thing with tools uh so because i am very much so one of those people where i will make 20 30 trips back to my truck you know oh i need zip ties and freaking you know clips for the house 
and then I go to the truck, grab the clips, go all the way back, fucking zip ties back in the truck again. Oh, that, that's something I did, like, when I told you about my tool bag. I had, like, zip, a back and zip ties. I had uh, one-hole clips. I had just about everything I needed to wire, if that makes sense, except for the wire, which I would grab one of those boxes, and off we go. I even put the, the, the plugs in there so I could plug the wall if I was going in the wall. Like, uh, you know. I had everything I needed. So I, in terms of organization, I guess you can say I was organized. The only thing I didn't do once a week was get rid of, like, uh, every day I'd clean the debris, but I didn't actually organize it but once a week. Uh, I would say this, though, to anybody that's either getting into cable or is having trouble kind of keeping up, take one day, clean your truck the best you can possibly get it, put things exactly where you know where they are, and try to make that a repetitive thing every time you go back to clean it. Say, okay, I'm going to put yeah. this here, this here, this here. That's the only way to do it. But you have to start like that, too. So, like, my first my first week in the field, I knew where everything was. That was a yeah. big thing for me. I knew where everything was. And it kind of stayed that way the whole time I was there. But I always say it's, it takes, like, a year to settle in a van, I feel. I feel to really find a spot for everything and know everything a hundred percent up and down, left and right. Um, how about this? What are your top three, whether they're ideas to keep your van more or truck, whatever you may have. Um, what are your main three ideas that you use to stay more organized? Um, whether it's like you said, something repetitive that you have to stay on, um, a tip and trick, anything for new guys that are listening that they might be able to do that makes their day to day job that much easier. Um, when you first, first thing I would do is like I said, take a day, put everything where you know where it is, like sweep it out, clean it out. Don't leave debris, make everything, you know, where it is. So That's pretty much one. a one good, solid setup yes to know okay my house boxes are here my splitters are here my tools are here my climbing stuff's here my hard hat's here you know where everything's at all right my wire's gonna go here my extra wire's gonna go here you know whatever put it where you're gonna put it yeah second thing i would say to do is honestly and we talked about contractors and in-house contractors probably aren't gonna have as as much because they're not giving as much but in-house techs, we really didn't get given a lot either. Like, I bought tool bags and stuff. They gave us, like, a pouch. Like, but there was a lot of stuff we didn't have. But, like, if you need something that's going to make your life easier, go buy it. Yeah, I have to say. Just, just, just go too. buy it. Because it, it'll, it'll, over the long run, it'll save you a lot of headache. Um, third thing I bought I'd, that cargo net and my repeats dropped right down <laughs> to hold those boxes up. Well, we'll say that's a coincidence. <laughs> the third thing I think I'd say on that, man, is uh, is like when you're prep, say if you're doing an install and you know that, okay, I'm here for, you know, four outlets. We're putting this, 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 and this in there. And you got to run four outlets. You know, when you get there, all right, I know where I'm going to run. I need to go ahead and get my, my wall plugs, my wall plates, whatever you need. Put it together. And I would do like in two separate goes. All right, I'm going to do all the wiring. All right, I need my house box and my split bolt and my ground wire and my ground tag and my ground block and everything. But get it all together. Take it to the house. Do that part of your work. Clean up your mess. Put it in the trash. Go back. Then get your equipment. That's a good way to stay stay 
organized if you do one section at a time. Don't try to overthink it. You could take and put your equipment where it's going to go. That's okay. But do one sp one section at a time so you don't get, like, overwhelmed. Sweet. Yeah, that's – yeah, there you go. I have to say, if I could pick three things, I'd give you more of organization tips. Um, one of the things I always found to be a pain in the ass was my layup sticks. Being up north, we – get storms whether it's in the winter time or even heavy rain down drops are just a super common thing but layup sticks i feel like they were kind of a few and far between use thing so what we would end up doing is do you know those broom clips have you ever seen them before you just mount them on the wall you push the broom into it and the little clip yeah. opens up and grabs it we used to yeah. line those up on the ceiling on the truck and just push those sticks up into those so you'd Dude, have that's pretty sweet i like yeah. that. yeah so it was one of those things where they were out of the way they were high up you didn't have to worry about them unless you're a super tall guy then you got to worry about whacking your head off when you jump in the back of a truck but um they were they were simple to grab and they just stayed out of the way you didn't have to dig them out or anything like that um number two i'd have to say was pvc pipe for my drill bits um i would end up taking probably i don't know a, a foot of pvc capping the bottom and drilling it up against one of the cabinets on the floor and i could you know just throw all of my drill bits in there they were organized they were easy to find it wasn't digging through shit and it was super cheap to do it and i never had to look for a drill bit ever again oh can i add to that since I, yeah. you brought that up you ever seen it like the grocery store or gas station the little m&m minis that come in them little tubes yes yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i used to put my little drill bits in those oh there you go yeah my small like my mason bit and stuff i would stick yep. it down in those and I put it in my tool pouch, and it was just one of them little tubes. But I, I, I used to lose those all the time. And then I bought I, one day, uh, my son, we were at the grocery store, and he was screaming for some of those. And I thought, dude, whenever you get done, I want that. And he <laughs> ate them, and then he gave it to me. And I started sticking my bits down there. I didn't lose one after that. That's a good thing, too. Go ahead. There you go. Uh, what did I use? I always used to use like um, dip, dip tins for like my um, phone connectors and the scotch locks and mouse condoms, stuff like that. But anyways, <laughs> um, and then if I had to pick the third tip, which I actually haven't done yet, I don't know how many guys this will actually apply to, probably more the commercial guys. Um, but I was actually wiring, I was pulling some Cat5 in a school the other day, and they ended up having another company in there doing, um, I don't know if it was an intercom system or something, but the, he had a six foot fiberglass ladder set up. Now, did you guys use glow rods at all? Yeah. Yeah. I actually broke a lot of them. I had to, I ended up having to buy me a new set at one time. Go ahead. We just bought some, uh, like at my company. Um, uh, and we ended up spending, I think for three green leaf, um glow rods it ended up being like 57 dollars for three of them and they're probably only six nah, probably about five feet long so they're not even huge ones but anyways so he had a ladder set up and on the side of the ladder he took this i think it was about a half inch piece of pvc and probably about eight inches long 
and he had another one that was probably about the same length, but that one had a cap on the bottom. And the one with the cap, he put at the bottom of the ladder, and then the just open-ended pipe on both sides about another three feet up. And what he did was he actually used it to throw his glow rods in the side of his ladder. So as you're up in the ceiling working, instead of trying to fumble around with these glow rods in your hand, you literally put this pipe on the side of your ladder and you throw your glow rods in it and you don't have to worry about leaning them up against the wall. You always have a home for them. How, I did, just he con- was- how did he connect it without putting holes in the ladder? So that's the big thing. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have easy pass down there? What the hell is that? Easy pass for like tolls. We don't have toll roads down here, man. Uh, so we have tolls up this way and they have this heavy duty Velcro. Uh, it's industrial that, I think that would probably be the best thing to use for it. I don't know if he just taped it. I'm pretty sure he didn't drill it because that was one of the first things I looked for so I could, you know, kind of bust the guy's balls. But um, honestly, I just thought it was a genius idea. I think Velcro would – heavy-duty Velcro would probably be the best bet. Or glue, if you don't mind gluing it. I I would like to have the option to be able to take it off just because I wouldn't want those pipes getting knocked off and broken. But I just thought it was a genius idea to actually just make a saddle or a holster for your glow rods. That is pretty neat, man. I just made that sound. (laughs) So basically what we're saying, there's a million different ways. You kind of got to find your little niche and how you do things. Yeah, and it's trial and error. I mean, I failed many a times. And like you said, I've bought many of tool bags, had them for a week and go, nope, this isn't the one. Next. Well, I'll say this. The reason I started uh, using that spool a lot more than the side reel in my truck, and this doesn't necessarily fit organization, but it, it makes sense to anybody that's a cable tech. I, when, I, when I was real young at it and didn't know a lot about it, I remember this one time I had to run a drop. It was like 70 feet to this trailer. And I walked it off, and yeah, I got plenty. I tied it off. I was a foot short at the tap. So I'm like, you know what? From now on, I'm going to set my reel by the house. I'm going to pull it to the tap. I'm going to tie it off. I'm going to connect it. Then I'm going to attach it to the home, and I'm going to leave plenty at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) And so I started using that reel a lot. So it took up space, granted, but it saved me a headache in the long run, you know. I I, I almost barreled it, but I was like, if I splice that, my boss is going to kill me. So I just re-ran it. (laughs) <laughs> I my cable reel for my drop cable um I had the spool mounts in my truck as well but the one I could take out of my truck was collapsible so I was able to break it down and just throw it in the side of my truck um actually well, another- I, mine was mine was too but I always left cable on it I had more oh, yeah. cable in my truck than anybody like I for instance I'd have two rolls in the side I'd have one on my spool on my reel I'd have like three boxes of that cable and two extra drop wires all the time. Yeah. Because where I worked at, dude, like the shop was in the middle of a little town in Georgia there in Chickamauga. But like way out, like we'd go way out, dude. And like if you ran out of cable or anything, you're just kind of screwed because you got a long drive yeah. back to get anything. So like I piled that thing full of cable. So I never ran out of cable. And I ran a lot of it too, like. I remember there was days where I'd use two two of those boxes. You know, that's what, 500 feet or whatever it was? Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, dude. Like, and See, like and that's actually – so to add to your short drop, 
that's another thing that I've learned to do recently. Um, I do it more on my Cat 5 boxes. I know the Comcast techs now have the cable bags. So unfortunately, I don't think this one would work as well for them. But we're big on every time we use a box of Cat 5, when we're done at the end of the day with the box and we're ready to load it up in the truck, we always pull the last you know foot or two out, look at how many feet are left, and write it on the front of the box. That way, when you go to grab it, you know exactly how much is in it. You're not fucking around. I'll go to job sites and I'll be like, all right, you know, I need to pull three or four cat five runs from this classroom to an IT room. But I don't want to sit there and pull five individual runs with the same box. I want to pull them all at the same time. So it's nice to be able to kind of look at that stack of boxes in my van and be like, all right, that one has 250 feet, 250, you know, <laughs> these ones are lighter, but it's just enough. So I'm going to carry these ones kind of thing. So I think that's also another great thing to be able to save you. Yeah, time. it could. Yeah. I, you know, I always checked it. Like my thing was is that on that specific thing, that specific, it's incident. I just walked it off and then I cut it. I pulled it out and then I cut it and I'm like, ah, I got plenty. And I, nah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. But see, if you do commercial, I do cat five runs that go 15 feet to, I've pulled them up to over close to 300 feet. Now, once you start getting over that, it's, it's kind of flaky, but uh, we try to keep shorter runs, but it ended up being helpful for us. At least we ended up not wasting so much time. And I feel we have better use of the cable. Now we waste less. Yeah. And well, me, like I wasted a lot too. And I'm not going to lie to you. Oh yeah. When I worked for Comcast, I wasted the fuck out of it. I didn't pay for it. I was like, yeah, I didn't either. I was like, you know, and and guys, you know, I'm not telling you to waste cable if whoever's listening to this, but I will say this. <laughs> if you got 20 feet on your roll, you're not of, of aerial, I don't think they're going to lose like, uh, you know, any market share or their, your stock no. options going to go down over 20 God, feet. No. But like, I remember my boss, he was always telling me, he's like, man, you need to, you need to strip, strip the, the messenger off and, and make jumpers. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. I that shit right out of the dumpster. <laughs> it was funny i was a snob about um pre-mades for a very long time and refused to use them uh, i ended up getting a repeat on one one time and that was it i didn't trust them after that but towards the end of my career i got super lazy and i was like yep nope pre-mades are it so there is I, no I didn't way use them hell. for um i didn't use them like off wall plates or anything but i used them uh for like back in the day where you know you had your rf out i'd use them for yeah that. but like Steve, I, when i had the backpack i just ended up spooling a bunch of i mean you could put jumpers in there but i would just spool like 25 feet of cable and throw it right in the backpack and just cut from it as i needed it well what's cool though man um that worked out for me real well is this one time uh, it snowed like super bad here and if it snows here like, it ain't like where you're from. If it snows here and there's ice on the road and you can't see the road, people freak out and everything shuts down, right? I was going to say, so by super bad, you meant you got two inches and it stayed. No, we, we had about eight inches of snow. Um, oh, wow. That is a good amount. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and like the road had probably an inch and a half of sheet of ice on it. And that day, I might have told you about this before, but they had sent guys out at different times in pairs. 
And when yep. we weren't out doing a trouble call, we would be in the office. And when we were in the office, they had us sitting there paying us to cut jumpers. So we were just shooting the shit, <laughs> cutting jumpers. Well, this is what happened. Everybody cut these jumpers and we're throwing them in this box. Well, the next, at the end of the day, everybody went home. Well, I had to take a shit. So I went to the office to drop a deuce, man. And there's this box that's got about 800 jumpers in it. And my ass took it. The whole <laughs> box? The whole box. Oh, my God. What the fuck were you planning on doing with 800 jumpers? Well, I never cut another one the whole time I was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, I'm sure you were on a shit list after that, though. Yeah, everybody's like, well, I'm the next day or two days later, where'd all those jumpers go? Dude, hell, I know, man. I had them. <laughs> that's, that's when you I just walk them. in from the back of the crowd and be like, what kind of asshole would do that? And then you just yeah, yeah. out of the room. <laughs> I had those things crammed everywhere in that truck. If I needed jumpers, I didn't make any more. That was it. Oh, my God. Jesse's van looked like the uh, shaggy dog from Dumb and Dumber. He just taped all the jumpers to the side of the truck. Absolutely. Like the, truck, the truck had dreadlocks. I actually had some that were like wrapped around those hooks, and I had some on the top of the shelf. I actually used that console we were talking about. There was a bunch down in there. I had them everywhere, man. Oh, good. Well, I think that was uh, that was not a bad episode on uh, organization. What do you think? Yeah, man. Uh, I think everything went well. I, if uh, anybody's got questions, they can always email us. Um, yeah, or if they have um, any tips and tricks that we can share. Uh, they can message us and reach out to us and let us know what they do to stay organized. Absolutely. But, all right. Well, thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of CATV Tech Talk. Again, I'm Drew, co-host Jesse. Uh, Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. We're out. See you. Like what you just heard? Then don't forget to click that subscribe button. Questions for the hosts or just want to say hello? You can email us at catvtechtalk at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash catvtechs. Thanks again for joining us and don't forget, climbing, crawling, drilling, driving is just the beginning.